Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Graduate Teacher, a podcast for graduate teachers by a graduate teacher. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Chloe Cowart, and I am a second year year three teacher in South Australia. It has been a hot minute. It has been quite a while since I have sat down to record a podcast and um, the same amount that I've even published a podcast and I apologise immensely for that. There is really no other excuse except for life is busy. Being a teacher is crazy busy and it just finding time to sit down and record a podcast um, has been a challenge but um, I'm here and instead of trying to uh, reflect and think back about all the things that I wanted to share with you over the last couple months I thought it would just be easier to start from the present start from now um, so in this episode it's really we're really just going to be exploring um, the pressures on teachers and there is so many. It's such a broad topic. There is so much to uh, consider and uh, talk about in terms of what teachers are pressured to do and um, the toxic nature that creates, the attitudes and thinking that it creates. But I'm really going to hone it in on one specific thing and that is uh, the way that society views um, teaching and what teachers and schools should be responsible for. And this is brought up because last night I was having a little bit of a scroll on Facey and I came across a post from a uh, from someone I'm friends with on Facebook and it stirred me up a little bit a little bit to be honest. It stirred me up quite a fair bit. I got a little bit frustrated And I kind of went down the rabbit hole of reading all the comments, which just sparked that frustration even further. Um, And just before I get into that whole thing, I want to acknowledge that uh, everyone has the right to to opinion and everyone has the right to be respected for their opinion and have that opinion understood and respected um, and that respect of voice and opinions is is a two-way street and a reading through this post and these comments it really occurred to me that there there was none of that happening um, they one side was saying it's my opinion I have a freedom to my opinion and what happened to respecting everyone's opinions and they weren't um, they were being a little bit contradictory and weren't respecting the opinions that w- they were being received. And so <laughs> just to highlight that, this what I'm sharing with you today is just my thoughts and ideas around this subject. I am not criticising anyone in any way. I just want to highlight a different perspective and provide some information um, from a teacher's point of view on this subject and hopefully it allows people to think a little clearer and um, maybe it might um, allow people to be um, a little bit more educated in their opinions as well. A little bit of context, it is term three, week five and it is currently book week. The One of the funnest weeks 
in the school calendar, in the year for any child to explore imagination, literacy, amazing, celebrate amazing books, to be able to show ourselves and explore ourselves um, in many, many different ways. And so this post is about book week. And this person posted, I quote, schools should be responsible for book week costumes. What a waste of time and money, exclamation mark. Um, So automatically that sparked my interest. The fact that it said that schools should be responsible for book week costumes. And I thought, you know what, that's that's an interesting point of view. Um, And it definitely um, got our response in return. Um, there are <laughs> hundreds of comments on this post. Um, and there's a lot of people agreeing with this person saying that, um, it, book week creates a lot of, um, pressures on families to provide, uh, costumes, uh, whether it is, uh, to spend time making the costume, to spend money on the costumes and that it's a lot of, it's, um, the responsibility is put on parents um, when it should be um, the responsibility should be on schools because it is a um, a school thing organised by the school, put on by the school. Um, and I can understand that perspective. I can I can see how uh, there are families who are really challenged um, during this week to provide fun uh, experiences for their children. Uh, and to have those pressures of society nowadays of that extravagance. Like there is a big, big culture of extravagance nowadays where everyone has to be amazing and do the best costumes and um, and all that sort of thing and spend all this money to um, show up with these amazing costumes. And I can understand that the, the pressure that parents would be feeling and wanting to make their children happy and make sure that um, and to avoid ridicule and bully at school when children rock up with basic costumes or maybe um, a crafted costume that isn't um, as great as some of the other ones or no costume at all. I can totally understand the the stress that that can bring on families especially those who are um, struggling financially have really lack of time because they're trying to provide for their families with work um, or um, even families from single parents uh, and all those sorts of things I can totally understand that but I think um, a lot of the comments that are surrounding these saying that uh, schools shouldn't be responsible for this. It sh- it's a school thing and um, parents shouldn't be, the responsibility shouldn't be on parents. I think those opinions don't really consider or haven't taken into account the other perspective um, and don't have all the facts. Uh, the, the key thing there is that they're assuming that it's put on by the school. When Book Week is a national celebration of literacy and it just so happens that that it has become um, embedded in the schools now and it has become a celebration um, within the schools and uh, there are activities within the school that happen that are curriculum-linked 
um, so that students are getting both educational um, experiences as well as fun and fun and interesting experiences as well. So the the argument of it being a school thing doesn't really consider that it's actually a, a national thing. It's a, it's a national celebration. It's a week like Science Week or Father's Day or Mother's Day. It's the, the same thing is uh, is this, it's book week is the same. It just so happens to fall in a school week and it just so happens that um, all the schools have um, embedded it in their curriculum, literacy curriculum for that that time book week is not planned and organized by schools it's not something that schools have created from their own from scratch it's uh, an idea brought to them so we can't we can't really say that it's a school thing so the school should be responsible for it because it's not necessarily the case it's a much more complicated than that and there were some wonderful suggestions about how it could be embedded into the school, like creating, I love this, um, creating a A lesson, the key, the emphasis on A, like a single lesson where uh, kids uh, brainstorm and create their own uh, costumes. I had to have a little giggle at that one because um, as if we could fit that into one lesson, um, which would be all going well um, in a year level where that meets, um, that that can be aligned and linked with the curriculum. So, um, as everyone is aware who would be listening to this podcast, you'd most likely all be teachers, um, is that <laughs> we have the legal responsibility to teach children to the curriculum. And we know that the curriculum is jam-packed full of things to teach children as it is. Um, and we find ourselves constantly running out of time to fit all those things, to teach students all the, all the things in the curriculum well and to create a good understanding and to, to, to upskill these students in these concepts, in these skills in one year for that year level. That is quite challenging enough and every year is different. There is there is hardly anything in the curriculum that matches year to year. There's always um, a difference and as much as that experience would be so much fun and a great way to um, kind of um, go wholeheartedly into the book club experience with, within the school, we also have to consider the pressures that puts on teachers because um, for for some for some schools uh, for well, for some year levels for some age children we got to think that kindergarten and child cats are also doing book week they they've got children who are a couple months old and then you've got all the way up to high school in 18 years old you've got five-year-olds eight-year-olds and all those in between they're all going to have different skill levels and the curriculum's going to be different and creating an experience that links to book week that also links to um, the curriculum is not always going to be possible in each year level there would be some links yes um, we could probably do some really good design um, design and technology in terms of um, 
de- designing costumes and things like that. But the actual making of costumes is not curriculum. It's like I'm, I'm, I'm a year t- three teacher and there is nothing in the curriculum that talks about working with textiles and um, working it, – it talks about um, where fibre comes from. Um, but there is nothing to say that uh, they need to develop um, skills in uh, sewing and um, creating costumes and working with textiles. And, and I'm not saying that it wouldn't be a fun experience to do. It would be good, but we have a legal responsibility to teach the curriculum. And unfortunately, that has precedence over just a fun call experience to go with Book Week. And even with book week, the activities that we do for that day that there's stress up or for if you're at a school like mine who does a week full of activities, they are all curriculum aligned because we don't have the the luxury of taking time off from regular learning to do something fun because we do that all throughout the year. There are so many things that we have to stop, drop lessons, drop curriculum, push things aside, push things back because of extra things, extra experiences that happen. Sports day, um, we've got to do um, sport, sporting um, extracurriculars like tennis carnival and and basketball clinics and things, special occasions like we do Mother's Day activities, we do Father's Day activities. In a Catholic school, there are celebrations for the, the founding saints of the school. There is so much that adds on extra to the um, to the curriculum to the school year and to say that um, to avoid the, res- the pressures put on parents and then to transfer that pressure on teachers is not solving the problem it's just moving it around and like that's not to say that it's not it that it's not unfair that um, parents and caregivers, are responsible for that and have the pressure of that um but it's not um fair to then put that on on to to on top of teachers workload as well and we've got to we've got to think through like what is then the cost of it then becoming a, a thing embedded in the school if teachers are then going to uh, create lessons and um, experiences in the lead up to book week in order for students to have costumes, um, what is the expense on them? That's more um, time. That is um, most likely more money put onto that too because we think, uh, yes, schools are government funded. They get funding from the government in order to... um, to pay all the things that they need to. But if you walk into a classroom at the start of the year compared to in the middle of the year, it is completely different. A government-funded school will have the furniture required, tables, um, chairs, and all the things that you need to sit on. And they they are give, classrooms are given budgets to order stationery and books and all the things to write and draw in and um, the paper. But then you think about all the extra things, all the things that get put on the walls, um, uh, things at sometimes storage containers and um, resources that are bought and made by teachers from their own money, like teacher-funded things is are we it's then going to have to be if we're transferring 
um, the high idea of students making their costumes in school, who is then funding that? Because there's barely enough funding to go around to buy the things that they actually need for their learning, like books and pencils and scissors and reading books to improve their reading, let alone to then incorporate that into to make to buy materials for cost to making their costumes. So then you then have the thing of what if one teacher goes to more effort than the other than the other teachers and then you again have the same problem of um, one group of students having better costumes than others and that potential um, issue of um, bullying or make being made fun of because your costumes isn't as good. And if that is something that we're worried about, that isn't a, a book week uh, struggling family thing. That is a society problem. That is something, that is a bigger issue that has to be solved. That comes down more to... What are we teaching our children? How how are we teaching our children to behave and act? And and that whole idea that we should be creating buildings, we should be teaching children to be kind and compassionate and um, hospital people and respectful people rather than, oh, my kid could get bullied because I don't have enough time or money to create a, a, a book week thing. So it should be a school thing. The school should organise it. It, that doesn't solve the problem. That just, it just moves it around again. So, yeah, the there are there's so many valid points that are made by so many of the people that have commented on this post. And there are, there are so many things to consider. And I don't think there is ever going to be a solution to this because in, in life, there is, there are going to be things that, there are going to be things that um, come up and happen that are we either don't want to be a part of or we don't care about or create challenges for us no matter where we are or who we like what part of the what part of the process and involvement we are it's just something that we we've got to go with and I think it's really important to be able to voice our opinions, to be able to listen to everyone's opinions and really kind of create a whole uh, viewpoint around an, an idea and a topic. So that's why I have jumped on here today to talk to you guys about it is to kind of share a perspective, a teacher's perspective. And I know there are so many things that I probably haven't considered yet or talked about yet and um, there are going to be teachers who might agree with me or disagree with me or both in depending on uh, the kind of the things that I've talked about. But I would really love to hear what you guys think about this. And so if you jump, head over to Instagram and um, jump onto the graduate teachers page, you can share your thoughts on this topic with me. I would be really interested to see um, your thoughts and opinions and let me know if there are things that I hadn't considered yet um, because I would really like to explore this idea further. So thank you so much for joining with me today. It was a little bit of a different one 
Um, and I promise that I'll do much better from now on in uploading episodes. Um, I'm looking forward to some of the ones that are coming up. I have um, a book week one lined up that explores all the things that um, happened during book week in my class and um, and some extra things I, uh, that happened during that week. And um, I've got some really exciting ideas in the works as well. Um, if you have any ideas on anything that you would like me to talk about or um, want me to discuss with you guys, please head over to The Graduate Teacher on Instagram and send me a message. I would love to um, involve you guys more in this and be able to share things that you guys want to hear about. So head over to Instagram to let me know um, and make sure you hit that little notification button, the little uh, subscribe button to get automatic updates on when a new episode is released. I hope you guys have a fabulous day and I will talk to you next time.